Introducing Kicking Back with the Cooks, presented by Woodhouse. 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, and buy online at woodhouse.com. Here's head coach John Cook, along with your host, Lauren Cook-West. We are just starting off with our apparel this morning. Welcome back, Kicking Back with the Cooks, February episode also happens to be my birthday month, but we're both in old school. Your jacket's 20 years old? I'm close to it, yeah. And this sweatshirt, I don't know if you remember it, this used to be yours. Yeah, that was, uh, we made that for camps probably back about 15 years ago. I, well, no, maybe even longer, 20 years ago? Yeah, I, somewhere, yeah, I don't know, it all runs together now. Well, all this old school, I call it dad gear, dad apparel, is coming back. Like the New Balance shoes, did you used to have a pair of New Balance shoes? Oh yeah, New Balance, Converse, yeah. Yep. All, and, our, and our, this, all of our players wear Converse. So. The crew neck sweatshirts, it's, it's all coming full circle. So good thing I grabbed some hand-me-downs from you because I'm in style right now. <laughs> so. But I, we're on the same brave, wave, brave wavelength because we both wore throwback Nebraska gear. We didn't even plan it. I know. That's, that's weird. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Must be a father-daughter thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to be a quick episode because you have to train Kennedy Orr after this. Yep. And uh, for those of you who didn't listen to the last episode or who aren't up to date, uh, Kennedy is training indoor uh, and not playing on the beach team this season due to her knee. Uh, she had some irritation in it last year when she went through the beach season. So you guys decided, uh, well, you decided, she decided, I think it was a mutual decision uh, to just train indoor. So can you just briefly talk us through what she's doing and how you're training her and what that looks like? Well, she's uh, actually going to go out to a USA tryout uh, next, uh, later this week. And uh, so we're preparing her for that because we want we thought okay if we're going to train, let's get her in a competition to see if she can make a USA team. And again, it would be depending on what what team she could make if she makes one. And uh, so we just thought that would be really good for her. But she just she works out six days a week and trains uh, indoors a couple days a week. And uh, we're, we're just working on fundamentals. So I just tell her, you know what, Patrick Mahomes is working on footwork every day. We're just working on his reads. We're going to do the same thing. So just think you're Patrick Mahomes. But she's a Minnesota Vikings fan, so it would be Kirk Cousins is what she refers to. But I said he's probably <laughs> doing the same thing that Patrick Mahomes is doing as well. Talk us through the beach season for the rest of the team. Who runs practices? How do you decide on pairs? What turn tournaments are you playing in? Uh, how do you balance that with winter conditioning, which I believe they're still going through winter conditioning right now. So. Uh, Tell us all the ins and outs of beach volleyball. Yeah, this has been a very, uh, because we started school so late, this has been a really intense uh, four weeks of training. So we're, we're in the weight room uh, four days a week uh, and then practicing beach three days a week. Uh, so some of those days, you know, it's, it's a lifting session and a beach practice. So the, they, they should have no problem sleeping at night right now. Uh, they've been doing very well. Uh, Jalen and Kelly run practice because they're technically the beach coaches. I watch, and then, of course, I can't take it anymore, so I tell them what they need to do. And, <laughs> uh, but but 
They're, they work very hard, very hard and uh, it's our first competition is Friday, and uh, next week we go to Gulf Shores, Alabama, and play in a tournament there, and that's where the championships are held in uh, late April, early May. Uh, and then we come back, and we have a couple more matches in, in, indoor, uh, in our indoor sand court, and with teams around in the Midwest that play, and these are smaller schools that play beach volleyball. Wayne State, Park University from Kansas City, for example. And then we uh, head to Hawaii, and uh, our Hawaii trip, we'll go to Hawaii, play uh, in a big tournament. We're gonna play Texas in a head-to-head. -head. I think we play Hawaii in a head-to-head. Uh, and then we come back to San Diego, play some teams there, go to Orange County, play some teams there, and then come home. And that'll be the end of our beach season. And then we'll uh, start up our indoor season, which uh, will finish in Central City, Nebraska. I think the uh, battle for tickets is happening any day now. So that's always an adventure because it seats 2,000. They built this beautiful facility. Seeing pictures of it, Lindsay was up there. It's beautiful. For a town like Central City to build this facility, it's pretty cool. And uh, we're going to play uh, Wichita State there April 29th. And we originally were going to play the 22nd, but uh, football moved their spring game, so we didn't want to conflict with that. And you know, we'd like to go to the spring game and see that and uh, all the excitement around that. So it'll be April 29th. And, and uh, so that's uh, Central City's fired up and uh, should be great. Two questions. First one, how do you decide on pairs or who's playing together uh, for beach? So there's a couple ways to do it, Lawrence. A great question, um, and we debate it all the time. And when you play beach, there's two ways you look at it. You, you, you put a big with a little, we call it. So you have like a middle blocker and a libero together. So the middle blocker blocks the whole time and the libero runs around, but that libero still has to side out. So you've got to have a middle that can set because they'll get served a lot. So typically you match up a big with a little or you match up two people that are equal that both can block and play defense. And so this year it works out really well. We have a really good balance of, uh, so for example, I think Becca Alex is going to play with Lexi Rodriguez. They're a great team. They, they know how to play together. Uh, but Becca pretty much blocks the whole time and Lexi runs around and, and uh, so that would be the big and little. And then I think another combination could be right now, I think like Bergen Riley will play with Ali Battenhorse. So those are two people that both can block, they can both play defense. And, and you know, who do you serve? Because, you know, Bergen's a really good hitter. Uh, Ali obviously is a very good hitter. So it, it's a little more balanced and um, so those are the two ways we look at it. And this, this year it works out pretty well. The other thing we factor in is who plays on the right and who plays on the left. And because on the, on the beach you have a right side and a left side. And uh, so we try to kind of get Merritt on the right, Carolyn on the right, because those are kind of right side players. Bergen, a setter, plays on the right. And, and then you've got left side hitters that would play on the left. Bait and horse. Allie, bait Baten and horse. horse. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my second question. All's I, all's I know is I have a selfie now that I'm going to tweet with Ali's stand-up poster board at the Lincoln Airport because when I was at the airport the <laughs> other day, I, be sh I went and had somebody take a picture of me and Ali at the airport. 
That's awesome. <laughs> My second question is about the indoor spring match. Will you guys be signing autographs or making any appearances in the Central City area? Yeah, we're doing something the night before. Uh, I don't know all the details on that, and then we'll sign autographs after, which we always do. And you know, there's two, two times a year now that we really sign autographs. One's a spring game, so people can get into that. That's a time they can, and I think they'll hand out posters and stuff for, uh, for people to be, uh, for us be, to be able to sign. And then, um, uh, you know, our red-white game is the other time. But uh, with, with our schedule, with TV stuff now and everything, it's, those are about the only two times that we can do it. And um, so people need to take advantage of those opportunities. Well, you have been a busy little bee traveling around the state and speaking to different groups. So tell us some of the places you spoke and any cool stories or memories from those speaking experiences. And one we actually read about in the paper. They did a really nice article. Uh, I, I'm not sure which paper it was. I think it was maybe a paper out of Wahoo. Yeah. But um, there's, there's been some cool stories that I've read. So tell us about that. Well, it's ironic that you bring that up today because I got my hair cut today by Jody. So in case anybody needs to know that. Uh, and anyway, <laughs> there was a lady in there. She calls these la ladies that are in there getting their hair cut by other people the hens because they all talk a lot. So you can learn a lot going in. I, I think people that cut hair are like therapists because everybody oh, yeah. tells everything. So typically I try to go when nobody's in there, but the hens were in there today and they were talking <laughs> and one of the hens <laughs> said, I just want you to know, she goes, normally I don't say this, but I just really want you to know I love the article about your roping and speaking up in Wahoo at Saunders County and uh, it was a great article and so there you go. And that was, you know, two and a half weeks ago, I think that um, that event happened, but that was a really cool event. The governor was there, Senator Fisher was there with Saunders County's Livestock Association, about 600 people. Wendy Mock was there, who you know, who's uh, from that area, Wahoo area. Everyone knows Wendy. Yeah. She gave a great introductory speech. She's hilarious. And, and, <laughs> and gave me two cases of kolaches that she makes. So that's what happens when you go to these things. Cool stuff like that happens. Um, so that was a lot of fun, and then I was in Broken Bow for a big deal out there, and I got some more gifts out there. I got a new horse blanket, a, a handmade rope that for the for the horse halters that this guy made. It's it's unreal that these people can do these things, uh, and that was that was a great time. And then there's been several other. Uh, Acres, who's a big sponsor of Nebraska athletics, I, I spoke at their big event that they had, and that was really, really impressive. And um, those are some of the places. Uh, did a big thing in Grand Island, Aurora Co-op. It was about 800 people there, so it's been wild. And you know what's really cool, Lauren, is is I take a PowerPoint and I make it fun and customize it for each event, and we put some fun things in there. Uh, for example, like I've got some photoshops of me saddle bronc riding and, and uh, you know, roping the dummies and things like that. So it's, we have a lot of fun and people love it. And many of these have been, you know, agricultural setups. So they love hearing about the horses and, and how we're incorporating working with horses and working with our athletes. And I, I talk about the Diamond Cross Ranch all the time, how 
you know, Grant Gallagher up there works with CEOs and horses. You know, you know, Fortune 500 CEO teams come in there, and he basically works with them on how to be a better team by how they train horses. And you know, I think I think that might be a job for me down the road to see if I can get in, get an assistant assistant with him. It'd be pretty fun. There, I just saw they're hiring for the summer. Yeah. Cowboys. Oh, they're hiring cowboys. So that, that I mean, it'd be perfect to be a cowboy and work with Fortune 500 guys on how to team build. And, if uh, anyone, it, well, also, if anyone's getting married uh, and wants to do a destination wedding, Diamond Cross Ranch just won best uh, wedding venue for Jackson Hole. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a big statement because there's some there's some really nice places to get married out here. Yeah. So anyway, it's just been fun connecting and sharing some of that. Uh, the, you know what I've learned, and um, you know the other the other big thing is we're trying to do is help UNL Rodeo, which I'm now assistant coach for. Uh, and uh, I got a really cool jacket now and <laughs> from the, it says UNL Rodeo on it. So uh, anyway, trying to help them, uh, you know, build a, a facility. They really don't have a f very nice facility and getting them an indoor facility and a place where the the athletes on that team can board their horses because right now they have to board their horses somewhere around Lincoln and then every day to, for practice they got to go get them and haul them over there well that's expensive and it's hard to do and and um, so anyway just trying to help them out um, so we got we got, uh, we got some cool things we're gonna do um, that talking to them so f one thing is uh, uh, we want to do a, a, a kind of a branding ceremony with our team, which we're going to do later. So we'll talk about that later, but that's something we're going to do. And they've got a University of Nebraska brand that they're going to lend us. So we'll talk more about that. I hope you're not branding players like they do in <laughs> Yellowstone, because I'm pretty sure that's hazing. Oh, it would be? Oh, I'll check, I'll check with our compliance, because, you know, they check this whole thing anyway to make sure we're not breaking any rules. So. Oh, we'll check and see if, see if that's hazy. <laughs> uh, who is it? Haley or Hallie? Who's who? Who's the rodeo girl that pulled the five horses out of the trailer? That's Hallie Reeves. Ha okay, yeah. Hallie uh, tagged you on Instagram. Did you see it? No, no, I, I would no. no. I had no idea of who tags me or who doesn't. But I, I think it was Instagram. But I'll uh, I'll send it to you. She okay. it's a picture with all of her horses and. She said something like she had the five horses or six horses, however many horses she has behind her, and she was holding all of them, I think, in one hand. And then she said, this is a story I've heard before, and then she tagged you. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'll send cool. it to you. It's a cool picture. Yeah. So, yeah, she, I talk about her first time I met her with her five horses walking in one hand leading five horses and after she drove them into the Lancaster Event Center, and, and uh, I was just blown away by how she handled all that and five horses and then she goes and ropes and rides and uh, barrel races and works out five horses at practice. Incredible. Uh, international trip. Is it happening? I, we know that you guys are due for an international trip and I believe it got pushed back because of COVID. Um, no, it, did, it did not get, okay. last one was in 19, I think, when we went, 18 or 19, so this is the four year, I think this is the fourth year, I mean, you have to wait every four years, 
So this is the year we can go. And uh, we bought tickets to go to Brazil, working with uh, two guys that are very involved in Brazil volleyball, very inner ingrained, have coached several teams there. Uh, uh, and one, one of the guys, Dr. Damata, is actually a professor at Colorado State University. And he'll be going with us. And then uh, another guy, Dr. Uh, Leo, uh, and he actually got his PhD here at Nebraska. And that's how I met him and got this Brazil connection. Uh, but he got his PhD here up in our NAPL lab and would come and study our practices and what we were doing. and. Uh, so on. So uh, um, we got two great connections that are going to go with us, and we're setting up a great trip for Brazil. And uh, of course, you know, Brazil's won more medals in volleyball than any other country in the world. And uh, so we're really excited uh, for this opportunity to go to Brazil. Normally, you go to Japan or China or just China or both. So why did you decide to go to Brazil? Is this your first international trip to Brazil with Nebraska Volleyball? Yes, yes. Um, we looked at China and, uh, and Japan. Japan right now is no problem. Uh, but China, is there's a lot of problems. And they're really, it's really hard to get in there right now. There's not very many flights because it's been sh shut down for three years. It's very expensive to get to even fly there right now. Uh, and then, of course, there's a lot of tensions going on in the world. And, you know, China will just randomly shut down their country. And if you're in it, you get stuck there. And so we just don't want to take the risks of going there right now um, with everything going on politically in the world and uh, with their, their situations there with post-COVID and, and their, you know, how they handle things. Although our club teams that we have really strong contacts with in China really, really want us to come over because they haven't had anybody for three years. So we were probably the last team to visit there. Uh, and so they're begging us to come over because they just want, you know, see, the, see us and see the Americans and uh, play somebody besides each other. So uh, I'm kind of bummed because I really like China and Japan and they've treated us really well. but. It's just, for, for us right now, it's a little too risky. We are going to end on this major news. Uh, we're recording the podcast on Wednesday, February 22nd. On Friday, February 24th, this announcement is going to come out. Uh, hopefully, we can get this podcast edited and rolled out uh, sometime after this announcement. Maybe it will be the following week, though. But Coach Cook, I'll let you take it from here. This will cover your confession and lesson for this month because this is such a major announcement. But uh, I will let you take it from here. Well, uh, we um, uh, lost the attendance record to Wisconsin. <laughs> and um, I've got... Uh, my athletic director is pretty fiery, so we talked about, you know, how could we break that? Well, everybody says go to PBA. PBA is not big enough, and then, um, you know, we could go to Omaha, but I don't, even, I don't know if that's big enough, but it's really not on our campus, so that really doesn't count. So b bottom line is how can we get a huge crowd for volleyball and anyway, this, this kept evolving and evolving. And, and uh, so the announcement 
is going to be, and everybody will hear about it, is uh, we're going to make a, do a celebration of volleyball in this state. And uh, we're going to start off with um, Wayne State and Nebraska Kearney are going to play each other first. We're going to build a court in the north end zone of the stadium. And uh, so we could potentially get, you know, 80,000 people, 90,000 people in there. But the court, I think, is going to kind of be at that end, uh, north end zone is what uh, I'm, I'm here hearing. They're actually going to build a stage, and we'll be on that stage. So it's going to be pretty cool, just like Garth Brooks' concert. And uh, then we'll play Nebraska-Omaha afterward. And then after that is going to be, to continue the celebration, will be a, a big concert, which we can't name who it is, but uh, I think it could be one heck of an evening um, with volleyball, a concert. And what's really cool, and again, this is, Trev has come up with a lot of these ideas. We're going to give back, share the proceeds with Nebraska Omaha and Kearney and Wayne State. So their, their budgets are going to get uh, a big inf influx uh, from this event. Uh, and then all the students from all those universities get in free. And that means they can get in free and then go to the concert for free. And uh, so that week is going to be a pretty cool week. Because on Tuesday, Zach, or Luke Bryan is in um, PBA. Wednesday, we're doing the celebration for volleyball. And again, it's a, it's, a, it's a big match, but it's also a celebration of volleyball and how it's a state treasure here. And then uh, the concert. And then the next night will be football's opener. Uh, it's at Minnesota, so Matt Rule's first opening. So that's going to be a great week for sports. We just have to keep our fingers crossed that the weather's good. And um, I remember a few years ago when <laughs> We got a football game get canceled, so who knows in Nebraska? But we'll think positive, and we have a nice evening. I just remember the Garth Brooks concert a couple years ago was a beautiful evening. I mean, it would have been a great night to play volleyball. Uh, you know, he did. He had a great concert that night, and so anyway, we're we're going to go for it. It's Nebraska, and we want. You know, we want everybody to participate in this and support these student athletes and make it a celebration and, and do something that's never been done before. I think Big Ten Network is really excited about this opportunity. And again, we're just continuing to dream big. If for some reason weather is a factor, do you have a backup plan? Uh, <laughs> the backup plan will be we'll just move the matches indoor to Devaney. Uh, that's about. Well, the best thing we could do would be the easiest because it could be maybe we know the night before, like this isn't going to work. Maybe that day, who knows, maybe it goes up to game time like a baseball game. So that'll be the, the backup plan uh, to do that. And uh, I think it'll be a, a mad dash. The first 80,000 people that can sprint over there get in. So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to work, but... Uh, it's, uh, you know, but, you, you, you know, that's one of the risks we got to take. And, uh, you know, if we don't do it and don't build this thing, and we'd never know anyway. And, and uh, so it's, it's worth it. And I think our fans will understand if, it, if it's, it's like a baseball game. If it gets rained out, then, you know, that was tough. Because it's not like it would be really hard to reschedule it and the concert and everything. So it's, we guys got to hope for a good, good, good weather.
Well, Husker fans, start sending your positive vibes <laughs> for the weather on August 29th, which seems like a long ways away, but it will be here before you know it. So, Coach Cook, thank you so much for your time today. I know you have to get going. You have a busy day ahead, so uh, enjoy training Kennedy. Mike Elliott, thank you so much for producing this one, for making it happen. We couldn't do it without you. And to all of our loyal listeners, thank you for continuing to tune in month after month. We'll see you next month. Thanks, and go Big Red.